This is I'm We Talk Kyle. Games Arcade Weekly. Hi, Kyle. I see you got Same. your fingers in your ears with a tinfoil hat on and antennas. Yeah. But are I'm, you getting ready to get hit in the belly with a cannonball? Sure. Because that's what it looks like to me as well. This is Arcade Weekly. We talk about one Arcade Weekly a day, and a day comes weekly, and you do it with yeah. the phones. Always on a Monday. Except for when it's not. <laughs> yeah, except sometimes I get tired. Or sometimes I get awake. Or sometimes you come in just under the wire for Monday, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Boom. Episode in the feed. Just That's made right. it. That way we don't have to listen to Stinky. Better ever than late. Hey, here yeah. I come. Okay, this is RK Weekly. This is called Shooter. Shooter Timber. Oh, that's right, because you refuse to say the word shmup. Yeah, shmup timber. Whatever. I can't wait for next year with all these gimmick months coming up. Festuary. I don't know if that falls in January or February. It's probably March. The only Stinky it probably is. Yeah, Stinky is kind of... Well, first of all, TT's not here, so we don't have to do the TT's fart snaps or whatever. She's mad at Stinky because Stinky threw out all of her clothes. Oh, really? Hey! I did it by accident. Whose clothes were you trying to throw out? I don't throw them. Anymore. You learned your lesson. <laughs> he always throws my clothes out, so I don't know why. Anyway, here comes a shmup. This, you know, this is the stupidest shmup ever. Because yeah. it's not a fucking shmup, okay? And you're not a spaceship. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh-oh, hot dog. Air conditioner. Who turned the air conditioner on? Today we're going to review a game that's near and dear to my heart. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Now, as you could tell, Kyle and I, or the two hosts that host each week's show, do not discuss what they thought of the game before they talk on the telephone. That's always a good idea. Yeah. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Right. And that's what we do. We save it for the show. This is a title that's near and dear to my heart. It's by Data East. You ever hear of them? Data? Data East? You know, when you suggest a game title, anytime I see those two words, Data East... For whatever reason, my butthole clenches like oh, I've got the Rhea. Good Lord. And then I was like, well, why? Right? Why, why do I have such a uh, Pavlovian reaction to Data East? So I did uh, a little experiment. I went over to wetalkgames.com slash in the can. You can do this, too, and find out about every game we've talked about so far. Mm. Now, past, into the future. Yes. And I typed in Data East, right? I like to listen to shows that are in the future and then see if we should do them or not. Yeah, that's always good. Uh, And so all the uh, Data East games came up, and I'm like, oh, you know, Acrobatic Dogfight. That was interesting. It's not a great game, but it was an interesting game. It was a lot of fun. And then I was like, okay, Atomic Runner, Chevnov, not so good. Not a very good game. But you know what? If I would have played it, it would have been a good game because I'm good at it. Right, yes. Just like I'm good at this game. 
and then I saw Boogie Wings, and I'm like, oh, God damn, I love Boogie Wings. That's yeah. one of my favorite arcade games that we've reviewed on the show. Diet Go-Go, another one. So I was like, I, I don't understand. And then I saw Mutant Fighter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's why. That's why I feel like I'm going to get the Rhea every time you suggest a game that was put out by Data East. They so. made good games for the Neo Geo as well. So Yes. Yeah. Well, today's game is uh, going to be called, I kept seeing it on the run sheet, what did I keep seeing? Bloodsport? What was it called? Gunner Man? Dead we saw, Kill? Thrill Kill? Yeah. What, what did I keep seeing? Dead Angle. Dead Angle. I was like, oh man, I want to be on Dead Angle. Dead Angle. Wait, no. Maybe it's Dead Connection. Wait, I can't remember the name of this game I used to love to play. And it's called Shootout. Yes. So it's not Dead Anything. It's not a connection. No. It's not an angle. It's just a shootout. You shoot at an angle. Right. And uh, I'll tell you why I like this, and then we can go through the levels, and um, we can go through some making mechanics. But first, I want to set it up, because this is a game that is pretty unique, in my opinion. Because you're using a joystick and two buttons to control a third-person perspective of a guy in 1980. Mm Mm-hmm. 1980 what? Oh, 1985. 1985. That's not the spirit. No. So... So I thought, well, I, I like this game. Oh, let's do making mechanics. <laughs> let's do making okay. mechanics. So I, I like this game. It came out in 1985. And yeah. let's do a couple making mechanics for it. First thing that sure. comes to mind. Now, this is a shooter. You're pulled back, third-person perspective. But you use a joystick and two buttons. I don't like to review games where you have to use a gun because I'm like the only person that has a gun that can. You're work. talking about like a light gun yeah, setup that can work with light an gun, arcade machine. Trackball, yeah. steering wheel. These yeah. are games that are difficult for us to review unless we have really good main builds. Yes, and as far as the only person that has all of that, that is you. Yes, yeah. correct. So we we try to avoid. You know, like, I'd love to talk about OutRun, but yeah, I don't want to talk about MAME's version of OutRun. You know, if we yeah. get together, we play it in real life together with a proper cabinet. That's a different story. Yeah. But yes, I agree with you in this decision. Yeah. I don't have a spinner knob. That's the only thing I'm missing. I, I, Very I need to difficult. build one. Yeah, you got to build your own. You can't just buy one. I tried. <laughs> I tried to buy one oh, on no. Amazon, and no. it didn't interface at all. So the first thing I thought of was Dave Nutt's. Dave Nutting mm. and Associates with Midway, 1975 Gunfight, 1975, that's a spirit. Oh, okay. And then also Nam 75, which also mm. came out in 1975, evidently, in Vietnam, but in the, on the Neo Geo, it came out in 1990. And this came out in 85, so you have 75, 85, and 90, and then maybe 5 because you didn't play the Neo Geo right away. Right. But those are the type of games that I thought of. Now, first of all, gunfight, it's, you know, side view and you're playing right. Pong with... <laughs> with a bullet. <laughs> yeah, with bullets. <laughs> you're shooting through cactuses and a really tiny stagecoach for some reason. Some reason, yes. the stagecoach is incredibly tiny. It's a micro-machine. But I'm there's go- a pa- there's a parallel here because in this game, there's some weird perspective at certain points as well. You think where- so? Yeah, we're we're bad guys. I think they messed up their layering because bad guys in the foreground on a particular stage were very, very small. Mm. And then bad guys in the (laughs) further background were large. And I think they just messed up. Now, were you playing this on a Raspberry Pi? No. (laughs) (laughs) That is some great layer funities. 
Yeah, I, I think it. we try to play Dragon Spirit on the the pie. Dragon Saber, yes. Saber, and, he, and that the, failed. The lava was like going over top of mountains, <laughs> and it was pretty good. It was like a jigsaw puzzle at one point. So is that it for your making mechanics? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, can, can I get a lot more? Oh yeah, there's a lot more, but like you know, Operation Wolf and things like that. You got that? Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't put that on there, and I stayed away from light gun games as well. I think saying Hogan's Alley is a good idea for the listener to think of because mm. I feel like you are in a Hogan's Alley, but it does not operate like Nintendo's Hogan Alley. Hogan's Alley. Um, the first making mechanic I put down was Carnival, 1980 by Sega. Hmm. because of that shooting gallery feel because you're not just shooting bad guys but you're also shooting objects and you're getting points for shooting those objects and it's very skill oriented as we discuss the uh, few levels later on i'll say that you know some of the the objects you're you're supposed to shoot are very difficult to hit if you don't get just right Uh, the next game i thought about was bank panic one of our favorite games 1984 Operates a little bit differently, but you are in a static environment and you're navigating good guys, bad guys, and not shooting good guys, making sure that you shoot the bad guys and not the woman who's just trying to make a bank deposit. Going back to the whole shooting gallery, getting points by shooting objects theme, I thought about Paperboy 1985 by Atari. Oh. This game does not play at all like Paperboy, no. but that hit the dog with the paper for the extra point or get the paper on the doormat for the extra point or break the window for fun. That type of thing is in shootout. Yeah, and strangely enough, even though you're a private detective and you can try to go on a shooting range and try to get the bank robbers and the and the, yeah. and the bo- crime boss, you actually play this with a set of handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> you toot the horn to, to uh, shoot. The only thing that hit the note for me with Paperboy was the ability to play around with the environment and get extra points by doing things that weren't set in stone that I need to kill this metric of bad guys. Okay, well, I'm waiting for a bad guy to come on the screen, so I'll shoot the sign or I'll shoot the lamppost or I'll shoot the traffic light and get, you know, rack up 10 points, 10 points, 10 points while jumping around. And then finally, the last game that I think prospectively the game is very similar to is Cabal 1988 by Taito. Doesn't operate like Cabal, but it's that over the shoulder and doesn't have as, and I wish it did, um, as many opportunities to hide behind things as Cabal did. No, in fact, why the fuck are those things there when you can barely hide behind any of them? Uh, Only like in the last level can you actually hide behind something. You can still get shot when you're behind them. Yeah. And I have a feeling you did not make it to the last level or anywhere near the last level. I did not. This I did game not mean, takes for fucking ever. It is. It, you know, what I will say about the game, it's very challenging. It's one of these games that we've discussed in the past that if you're just looking to hop into an arcade game for an hour, this is not going to be one for you because you're going to get very frustrated. I spent probably a half hour to 45 minutes on the first stage. I'll say that. What? Yes. Maybe it's because of my control setup. Yeah, you need a joystick. I I think so. I was playing with a gamepad, and I was using an analog stick because Mm. I realized that you needed that eight-way joystick for the directionals of how you point your guy, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, it was very stiff and sluggish for me, so I spent a lot of time. I, I actually spent about two and a half hours playing this game yesterday, and today I spent about a half hour again just to you know, cut my teeth on it again, see if I was a little bit better. And I was. 
but you're you're gonna spend it's not a big reward for spending all this time in a shootout but it is one of these games where like yeah okay it's tough as nails it's definitely a quarter stealer Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a checkpoint system within the game yeah there's an unwritten checkpoint yeah you can start from if you get halfway through the level definitely appreciated that Mm. but I think this game has a high barrier of entry for your casual game player. Well, see, when I played this back in the arcade, and that's why I wanted to play it, I really loved this game in the arcade. It was very different than anything else. The first thing that happens, and the reason that you you brought up Hogan's Alley, is that what you brought up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hogan's Alley. The first thing that happens is you could either start with target practice or just try to go right in and catch the underworld boss and all his minions. Blow blare blip. Yes. Make sure you do that practice round because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're going to figure out how to operate. The, the character, I don't think, has a name in the game. I What I wrote down for plot was in lieu of moonwalking, Mitchell Jackson uh, <laughs> strains and stumbles his way through gangster filled Hogan's alleys. I uh, love that. Yeah. So Mitchell Jackson operates very differently than anything I've ever experienced with a shooter. Yeah. And I always used to pretend I was Charlie Chan. Okay. Because he has like a white white suit on and white hat. and uh, Yeah, he and looks he, like Moon, you know Michael Jackson from Moonwalker to me. But, I, but I he's get. not svelte. He's not svelte. <laughs> no. He's got some meat on his bones, and that's what I like about it. I okay. like a protagonist that, that doesn't have to, you know. More, uh, more cushion for the pushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you have this target practice when it begins, and, you know, the different, I don't know, things, silhouettes of uh, people come up and you try to shoot at them downrange from the side, you know, just like a regular cop training, like your SWAT, but you're a detective for some reason. Yeah. I tell you what, for a detective, you can go around killing a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was pretty ambitious for 1985. I agree. And it shows in the fact that even though you could do a lot of things, I think it it looks a lot like Chiller, too, except that Mm -hmm. the art is better and there's a lot more depth. And it's actually a game. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of an activity. I agree with that. They tried with perspective, which that's what makes this game remarkable. Because, like you said, with the vintage of this game and what they were trying to do with a joystick and two buttons is very impressive. I think it got refined later on with a game like Cabal. I don't think Cabal's great or uh, Operation Wolf, you know, but I don't think any game that came after this tried to attempt this type of control scheme where your joystick is aiming and moving the character. And yet, once you learn how to operate Mitchell Jackson... (laughs) It kind of comes to you naturally. Yeah, like I wasn't dying. Originally, I was dying because I was learning the controls. Mm -hmm. But I got to, I believe, uh, stage four, which is the tunnel. And at that point, there's so many enemies on the screen. And he moves so slow Mm -hmm. that it's hard to get out of the way of the bullets, even though you can jump around. Uh, jump up, jump up, and get down. You can't really jump. You roll. Like Then that's why I compare it to NOM NOM 75. You Rolling is very important in order to dodge bullets. However, in NOM 75, you can actually dodge bullets by rolling. In this game, it takes a lot of skill to roll out of the way of like machine guns and things like that that happen later on. 
But I tell you, when there was a lot of dudes on the screen and I was just hammering on the fire button and I would jump around, I got like four dudes in a row without dying. Yeah. I felt like fucking Neo from The Matrix. I was like, hey, that was pretty satisfying. Exactly. And that's what I want to bring up. So we said you're you're trying to go after gangs in the underworld. There's all these different settings. I don't know how many levels. Eight, maybe? There's eight total. One of the levels is that practice round. Yes. Okay. So, and you can, like I said, you can choose to either go to the left and take the practice round or just go to the right and start the game. There were some moments in here where there's a lot of randomness, but then there's a lot of sameness that happens. So sometimes an enemy will come out from behind here always and then go over here and then that happens and then duck and hit this. But sometimes there's randomness thrown in. There's a place where you're in an alley and there's barrels that start coming to you. There's a bar Mm -hmm. and you're in an alley. And every single level, when you get to the end of it, probably after that tunnel stage, you're like, I'm never going to beat this. But the fact that you're at the second part of it and you can put in another coin when you're at the unmarked checkpoint. Yeah. Because there's a lot of dudes on the screen, if you start just hitting some sort of rhythm and jumping over these bullets and getting up and shooting and ducking and left and right, there's so many people on screen that like you could get through it in like two, three seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. I was thinking Matrix as well. Yeah. And because I had spent so much time learning how to operate the character and on that first level, that like my next playthrough, I breezed through that first level. Yeah. I knew what to expect. There is randomness. I don't even know if it's randomness so much as it's triggers. Like if you're standing in a certain area for too long, there are these little like fuck you moments, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll yeah. describe them as. Uh, the one I'm thinking of right off the top of my head is the second stage, you're outside of a movie theater. Mm. And if you hang out too long around this manhole cover, a dude will pop out of it and just fucking get you right in the gut. And what's difficult about it is he does that when you're standing in front of the manhole cover. So unless you're really paying attention, you don't even see him pop up and he just gets you regardless. And there are enemies and the bad guys, the underworld criminals. And uh, there's two of them, really, two. And then there's some other guys, like you said, special guys with either a machine gun or in a manhole cover. But basically, yeah. there's two people. One's guy's a big thug, you know, the big yeah. uh, bruiser with the cauliflower handlebar, ears. Yeah, handlebar mustache, red tank top, yeah. walking around. And then the other guy's, you know, uh, sharp-dressed Joe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. black suit, a fedora glasses type of dude and then you have you know you have those moments like you touched on with the machine gun characters who will roll in on some sort of vehicle Mm. and that's a freak out moment at least it was for me because yes the other characters are faster than you their shots move about the same speed as your shots do and you actually see the bullet coming toward you it's a little dot yeah but then all of a sudden in the beginning stage a packard or something rolls up Mm. And it's yeah. across the screen. I was not prepared for that. Yeah, you get peppered. It's pretty easy to defeat that. You just yes. get right in line with it. And when you after you see where it always stops, and then you just shoot immediately. The problem with this is there's also pedestrians. Ex- yes, exactly two. Yeah, <laughs> two different ladies and oh, oh. blonde for- woman and Tom and Jerry's owner. <laughs> 
maybe maybe yeah. you could say that yeah i just like to shoot the blonde lady sometimes because i think she's up to no good because when that car rolls in she'll just fucking walk right in front of that window it's true and what do you say when you shoot somebody oh nah <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the whole thing's nah bro nah you know yeah, that's where that came so. from yeah it came from shootout yeah it came from shootout nah oh nah <laughs> And there's not a lot of cute moments in this game, so that's pretty fun when that happens. And I'll say that speech bubble is rendered better than anything else in the game. (laughs) Yeah, it is a weird mishmash, and I think the reason that there's so few different types of villains and things like that is because of the ability of the uh, machine in 1985 to be able to do what it's doing and then still have room for all these different frames of animation and all the ways that the thing goes. So you duck... By pushing down on the joystick, you can shoot straight up in front of you by pushing up. You can shoot diagonally left, diagonally right, and you can shoot to the left and right. Now, see, for me, with my control scheme, and this is why I think my controls are a little wonky, the only time I could shoot left or right was by pushing down first, Mm. then left or right. Otherwise, I was at that right or left angle when I was trying to shoot somebody that was, you know, directly next to me and could missing them i can't say for sure but i think that you always duck when you're shooting to the left or right but okay. i i'm not sure but you just have to press left or right with the joystick um that i do know so if you see this game now and uh-huh. you're a person that only saw it now it sounded like you weren't very impressed with it no see that's not true my okay. knee-jerk reaction was oh, this game fucking sucks yeah i'm being completely honest as i played it i learned to appreciate it more do i think it's like the greatest game we've ever discussed no no um but it's remarkable for what it was attempting to do and again i've never played a shooter or a shooting gallery game in the arcade like this ever yeah it was easy- very exciting Imagine me as a teenager. I mean, you had Yar Kung Fu. You had the regular Kung Fu. You had Karate Champ. You had, uh, you know, they still had the classics around like Super Breakout and uh, Arkanoid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd still have Space Invaders and... and Defender and Pac-Man, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, and, and also Asteroids and things like that. But then you had the newer titles. And when this came out... I don't know if a lot of people played this. I played this when I was a salesperson, a door-to-door salesperson. So when I was a door-to-door salesperson, I went to the movie theaters a lot during the day and also to the arcades instead of going out and trying to sell. (laughs) (laughs) I saw all the the other salesmen in there as well. I sold uh, rainbow vacuum cleaners. Oh, okay. Was it all commission-based? Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. why you no longer sell those vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, and it's funny because cold calls were the people that I sold. Oh, no, wait, 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 blah, blah, blah. I did not sell rainbows. It was a company that sold rainbows that then got a deal to sell AT&T security systems that were wireless and uh, wireless uh, smoke detectors, huh. a wireless panic button, and uh, wireless, I don't know. Hitachi magic wand. I can't remember. Oh, great. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, you can please your wife and uh, know that you're going to die from a fire. (laughs) I'm not funny tonight. Comedy is not pretty and uh, neither am I. But I am on Super Meat Boy forever. So good. Yeah. Sign me up.
I'm ready to go. And hey, that's a game that just got rid of the joystick altogether. Just two buttons now. And you know, here's the funny thing: is it was it was supposed to be one button Wii Wii action. By the way, this game is not one button Wii Wii action. And then Tommy was in his hotel when he programmed this. He said, "Look, I could do all this with one button. This is amazing. One one touch." And mm. then he added an, a second finger touch. He goes, "Oh my God! This opened the game up to all these new possibilities." So I, I we even were told so him, close to having another one button Wii Wii action I, game. I told him, and then I had to tell him about Tomina Sunner, and uh, he said, "I've heard of that." And then I guess he watched a video when when. Uh, Sorry, I got to pee. It just was a little bit. You know, I'm old, so sure. I don't have a diaper on. It's just, just a little bit. Just have that mason jar next to you, <laughs> yeah. just in case. It's actually a, just a regular glass. <laughs> and I just got to be careful. Oh, ginger ale. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this ginger ale went flat. <laughs> okay, so where was I? He watched a video of it. He said, this is insane. I said, yeah. This is the game that we're talking about, a shootout, is not insane. No. And but it's very complex in its controls, despite being limited. Right. Because you do shoot diagonally, you do shoot in front of you. Now, I did notice that the enemy's bullets do the fucking Angelina Jolie movie where you, you can curve the bullets and shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Know? Their bullets they their bullets home in on you. Like, if you try to shoot straight, you might miss them. And that's the interesting part is straight is not right up your middle. You're holding the gun. So, yes, that's, this so is true, yeah. Shooting straight is actually coming out your one side. Right. Just a little bit. I thought that was kind of cool. But if you shoot diagonally and you miss, your enemy might shoot diagonally and hit you. So, yeah, they're doing a little bit of that. What was that called? Speed? (laughs) Oh, what was that movie called? God, I don't don't know. It's called We Want to Be the Matrix, but we got Angelina Jolie, so fuck you. Yeah, we'll put her in something tight and have her shoot bullets. Exactly. And curve them, them, which you can't do. Let's talk about the levels and get out of here. Sure. Well, you open up on, uh, on a street corner. You do. Yeah, and uh, well, no, you you have the choice. Obviously, you can do the practice round, which I do recommend for anybody who's going to venture into this game. But the and very, I think when you, if you do the practice round, you say this is pretty fucking cool. I, I actually, yeah, that was my favorite stage. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's trying to you know pump you full of lead. No. Uh, the next stage is the street corner. This is where right off the bat you can see these different things that you can shoot. You can shoot out a glass window. You can shoot a traffic light and get some extra points. You can shoot at the fountain at a very particular area mm. and get 200 points. And I don't know how I did it, but I did it twice, but I could never hit it again. <laughs> uh, and there was another instance where this happened. It's a street corner and beware of the people in the windows because they suck yes. and they're very hard to get. And some ladies just throwing flower pots at you. Come on. Yeah. And you can and shoot got, the flower pots. Did you know you that? Can shoot, you can shoot the flower did pots. Did you know that I, you could shoot people's bullets? You can shoot people's bullets. It's almost impossible. Which is, uh, again, <laughs> fucking incredible when it happens. But yes. I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh, did I just shoot that guy's bullet? <laughs> yes, I did. And it's pretty straightforward as far as like what the game's expecting you to do but it's difficult because you have enemies coming in at angles left and right and from 
the background toward you. Mm-hmm. And this is where the game introduces the machine gun as well, where toward the end, once you clear that checkpoint, a car rolls in, sprays a bunch of bullets at you. But you get killed by that once, and then you learn the gimmick with that, which is I can shoot the car as it's coming in, get 400 points each time, I believe, yeah. and then just keep hammering into the window. Again, specific area of the window, but yeah. you pretty much learn it after the first time you die and 3,200 uh, points there. And after that, you have a couple more dudes to shoot and then you're on to the next stage, which is but the movie theater. Oh, what? The movie theater, yes. But let me uh, tell you this. Yeah. Going back to the first level is a breeze. Well, let me tell you, when you beat this game and, of course, it loops around, mm-hmm. the first level is like you're a baby. <laughs> Because it is so easy. Yeah. It is so incredibly easy. And you're like, how could I have died during this level at all? Right. Um, but, it, you know, there, there's different enemies. And when the car pulls up, other people are still trying to shoot at you. So, you know, sometimes you get clipped. Right. And, like, you know, you had an experience with this game in the past. I mm. went into this game blind. Yeah. And I stuck with it. I'm glad I did. Is it a game that I'm going to return to again and again? Probably not. But it is a game that... I think is of note and definitely worthy of being a part of Shmup Temper. The second stage is the movie theater stage that I discussed, and here's this particular area. So there's these little prompts at the beginning telling you, like, you know, the baddies are in this area. They're going to try to fucking shoot you. You shoot at them. Whatever. Um, But for whatever reason, it, like, really made an emphasis on the fire hydrant in the movie stage level. I probably died more than I should have because I was just so determined to hit this goddamn fire hydrant. It squirts water. It squirts water and you get 10 points. And it's very hard to hit the enemies with that water because they're shooting at you from the subway station or doors that they're coming out of or the side. And the townsfolks, the two townsfolks are really walking around a lot in that level. When Mitchell Jackson fires his gun, Chan. Uh, Mitchell Jackson Chan, Chan, the pedestrians or the bystanders will freeze. Yes. Now they get you scared. Can, yeah, you can use that to your advantage to keep them away from an area that mm. you don't want them to be in. But more often than not, they're just becoming obstructions mm-hmm. because of that. So, yes, enemies are coming up from the subway entrance. They're coming out of the movie theater. There's more people in the window you have to contend with. They're coming from the left side and the right side of the screen. And this is where the game starts to ramp up. What I will say is, while I found the game incredibly challenging, I felt that the progression of that challenge from the first stage to where I tapped out at the fourth stage was a fair progression. Yeah, I agree. Remember, I played this game in 1985. So I I was no fresh hen (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I, you know, I was, I was a still Cornish hen. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine people talking about games? That's like a skydiver wearing a parachute. I mean, really? How yeah. are you diving through the sky if you're just going to pull a parachute? That's stupid talking about know. games. Ridiculous. Can you imagine a world where you had to describe things using words? Slash R. <laughs> By the way, we're on Reddit. Yes, and that was one of the comments. What was What's it? Up Reddit? <laughs> it was um, an audio podcast about video games is like describing the moon landing with a postcard, which I got to believe if you go to NASA, you can get a fucking postcard that describes the moon landing in some capacity. And I got to tell you, I'd look at a fucking picture of the moon landing. That's what it was in all the magazines. Exactly. Probably walked past it at the Cradle of Aviation yeah. during the Retro Gaming Expo. What the hell? 
Yeah. What's up, Reddit? Anyway. Good to see you, Slash R. Uh, Good the people next, on the air in a minute. Internet. Always. Yeah. Always. Guys like Jackson Nogo. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing. I just got that. Oh, I do want to touch on this, too. Each stage has a tell to let you know that you're like halfway there with the bad guys. So the background, there'll be a cityscape and there'll be windows. And then all of a sudden you'll see the windows get blotted out or with the stage I'm about to talk about with the carnival, you'll see the cars of the Ferris wheel change different colors Mm. as you're shooting bad guys. Mm. And that's to let you know you've, you've crossed that threshold now that you are past the checkpoint and you only need to kill this many dudes. And I did you know, not notice five that. Or six. I thought that was a cool thing that did not need to be in the game because there is no other way to let you know how many dudes you have to kill. And right. later on in the levels, you have to kill many, many dudes. And you know, um, I always knew when it was the end because I knew there was a fixed number of people left because they were all on screen. Right. And I'd get down to the last guy or two guys left and i get killed and I would just lose my mind <laughs> yeah. and have to start over and over again. And the funny thing about the carnival area, mm-hmm. is that what it's called? It says, hit the roller coaster for extra points. Yeah, good luck. And, <laughs> and immediately I saw the, the Ferris wheel. Right. And uh, not oh, the, carousel. The, the carousel. carousel. Yeah, the horse carousel. And it has a big dot in the middle. So, you know, that you hit that. And I was like, this isn't a fucking roller coaster. This is a carousel. I, I said, I said, where's the Ferris wheel? So not only <laughs> even though I kept reading hit the, the roller, roller coaster, coaster, I kept thinking I was supposed to hit the carousel, not the, the, the Ferris wheel on the left hand right. side. In the upper like right. Yeah. Thinking that that was. A, a roller coaster because I was confused by the Ferris by the by the car by the you're uh, confused right now yeah, I can't even think of what I'm talking about the carousel in the middle yeah. is very apparent that you need to shoot it because there's a big bullseye in the yeah. center of it uh, in the upper right hand corner there is a roller coaster yes which for the life of me I could not hit oh there's a, this very small window of uh, green track that you can hit the roller coaster when it's going through but it goes so goddamn fast and there's always like a pedestrian just chilling around there yeah I didn't hit it either and and I try it a lot imagine with my str- my struggle so you oh, realized yeah. that a lot of enemies would come on the screen see that's how you knew that you were coming toward the end i realized that the stages would give you tells numerically Mm. with you know different objects when you were close to the end you you know how frustrating it was to see one more ferris wheel car that just needed to be blotted out to get to the next stage and i died or when i was at the movie theater stage and it was the bulbs of the marquee would blow out toward the end when you were killing the last few dudes uh-huh. and again having that one bulb still lit and dying um but it pushed me to keep going further in the game so yeah the carnival scene there's a ferris wheel there's a roller coaster there's a carousel there's a ticket booth and then there's a sign with a clown it's more of the same it's just faster more dudes and more stuff coming at you mm. the next stage i believe is the tunnel 
Yeah. This is where things get a little more crazy as far as now there's more environmental hazards happening where tiles from, I guess you're in a sub, an abandoned subway tunnel. Tiles mm. from the ceiling are falling. There's a drunk hobo in the lower right who <laughs> eventually bottles yeah, at you. Eventually he throws a bottle at you that you have to dodge. You can shoot that too for some extra points. And enemies are just dumping down this tunnel. Yeah. And there's people coming out of the ceiling shooting at you. And you can hit them, but they're very hard to notice because everybody's starting to come down the tunnel. Right. And as you mentioned, the perspective, when they start walking towards you, it's a pretty quick walk to get to the next (laughs) (laughs) area of where they walk across. And you can't move forward or backwards because when you push down, you're kneeling. And when you push up, you're shooting up. So you're on a line. So I tapped out at the halfway point. Why don't you take over for the? Uh, the I have half. no idea. I can tell you what the last level is. Okay. Well, the, I believe the next level would be outside of the hotel, Hotel Century. Uh huh. I think there's a thing that says sex, but they sort of stop at the beginning of the the X part. Now, I can't remember exactly what level that was. Then you go inside the hotel. Yes. So you're inside the hotel. And you're in the lobby. There's the freaking bartender is uh, is, is a bad guy. So, oh, you know what? You're right. Uh, but between the tunnel stage and the hotel, at the exterior of the hotel, mm-hmm. there's another street stage where it's almost like an alley. Yes, yes, the alley. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's where, where I think you see the sign. And that's where the gangster car rolls up on you as well. Oh, and in the carnival level, I, I don't want to be remiss with uh, this one. In the carnival level, instead of a, you know, a Packard rolling up, it's a fucking clown car or yeah. like a bumper car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. He's in, this tiny, the t- <laughs> he's in this tiny little car. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. It's, sorry, spoilers, I guess, but it's very yeah. funny. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a stage, le- there's a, a street level again. Now you're in front of the hotel. There's some falling hazards at the hotel. I guess there's some sort of like Art Deco sculptures that will fall down. Oh, yeah. There's, well, th- this guy comes out and throws a rock at you from some, for some <laughs> yes. reason. And then there's these, I don't know, hyperbolic bowl arts that just start. Yeah. They follow you like fucking uh, Congo Bongo. And that's what I hated. There were some Congo Bongo parts. There's barrels that roll at you. Yeah. And different parts of the the alley or the street or whatever. So you have to try to get out of the way of those. I don't think you can't shoot those hyperbolic bowls that come at you. But they roll down like boulders and then they crash at the bottom. There's a lot of obstacles, a lot of different people coming and, and, you know, they flood the screen. And some will be shooting at you at an angle. Some will be shooting you straight on. And it's pretty difficult to know which ones are drawing first because some of them draw at different speeds and mm-hmm. and as i mentioned maybe you didn't see it as much but there are a lot of random elements that go on even yeah. though some things are always going to happen almost and some yeah. things don't did we mention this is one hit kills no we didn't well we're goofballs that's why this game is so fucking challenging yes. there is no health bar or anything no. you take a bullet you're down even in the ankle just like real life yeah even if you get hit in the ankle which pisses me off this ain't like call of duty okay <laughs> right yeah and, and the enemies only take one hit which is nice yeah. 
Even yeah. the final boss that you're going <laughs> yes. after only takes one hit. So, I yeah, like so you that. make your way up this hotel, they're in the lobby, and then finally you get to this hideout. And what I have to respect the game for was there were no pedestrians in the hideout because I was totally right. waiting for the same two pedestrians to be yeah. walking around this secret hideout. They're not, but it's a, a metric fuck ton of enemies coming at you. There's a lot. And, and there's a bar, and the bartender there is incredibly hard to hit, and he's sneaky little bastard he'll pop his head up every now and then and then there's a guy that comes down a scaffolding now a lot of these uh, oh i don't think we're at the very last level yet i think in the one part of the hotel it's kind of hard to recall because there's some parts that get so hard that that's all you can think of then but there's one part in a hotel where this guy's going to come down in the elevator with a machine gun and i don't think you can hit him if he gets all the way down. So you have to keep shooting the elevator button to make the elevator keep going up instead. So while other people are shooting at you and there's a bartender there, he's shooting the tops of these plastic trees or whatever. And the plastic tree goes tumbling towards you. You got to get out of the way of that. If the guy comes down in that elevator, he's very hard to jump over his bullets. So you got to try to keep hitting the elevator button to go up. And if you hit it twice, guess what? It's coming back down. Right. So you have to not just be firing like a maniac. Some of these things you have to be one shot and get out of the way. And one shot, if I didn't hit them, that means I have to do two somersaults the one way and then a somersault back. If I did hit them, I have to do a somersault in the other direction so that the rest of the bullets don't hit me. And there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things like that that occur. You touched on a bunch of things that I think will make this statement ring true. They didn't phone this game in. No. This wasn't just slap it together, get it in a box, let's grab some quarters. It's very challenging, but there were ideas behind this game. Yeah. It is really NOM 75, but 15 years earlier. Right. Because the mechanics are almost exactly the same. Of course, it's not set in the hell again but it is set in a gangster type of uh, layout and i think it's timeless because who knows you know we could go back and try to get go against vic tayback and try to get a royal fisbin yeah and we gotta hide no. we gotta hide <laughs> spock's ears under um, or a helmet or something under a spy hat it could happen at any time you never know with uh, the state of the union <laughs> sure go go back in time is what you're saying it, you know i like flags and, right yeah so yeah. i got a benjamin oh, oh no wait <laughs> let's not talk about flags well you know the anti-confederate flag is the american flag yes <laughs> just a re- regular one but i have two that i think are a little more anti-confederate flags and i put them out in front and one is the betsy ross flag and the other one is this flag that fucking Benjamin Franklin made that's a snake divided in different parts. And it's not the don't tread on me, but it's sort of like that snake. And it's just black and white. But it's a flag that has a, a snake divided in different parts. You know, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, all these other uh, states that were part of the Union at that time or part of the whatever the fuck. And at the very bottom, it says, join, comma, or die. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that is the mo- that is the best. You know, you can have your Confederate flag. Dun, 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 you can have your General Lee and everything, but you're not going to get join or die out of that. No. So no. I think that that flag wins over every what? any flag ever. 
Yeah, live free or die is probably a close second as that far is, as patriotic slogans go. But that was true. just for New Hampshire. That's yeah, true. Join or die is pretty rad. I like the Korean flag during the Korean War. It said freedom is not free. I celebrate these different holidays from around the world by putting out different flags in front of my home. So when you get to the final boss, you finally get in to meet the boss and it says final level. And it's a very difficult stage. There's people coming out from everywhere. As I said, you have to be dead on with some of these things. And during the second part of this level, most of the characters are predictable, except for the bartender. Sometimes he'll come up, sometimes he won't. And it doesn't matter what the hell you're doing of whether he's going to come up or not come up. And these were the parts where the Matrix really came in because sometimes it was like ballet. Because as you're shooting these people, here comes the machine gun guy. You can't do anything to stop him from coming into the screen. And he's on a scaffold. And right before he comes down the window and you have to shoot him diagonally, there's a guy that pops his head out diagonally from way in the back through this uh, large doorway i don't know what you call a a a big doorway between rooms you know it's like foyer yeah some shit like that you probably got a couple slot machines in the back or whatever Mm -hmm. so you have to shoot him immediately and then shoot the guy through the window that's on a scaffold that's just peppering you with the machine gun spray and it's kind of cool because you can miss him by a pussy hair (laughs) <laughs> oh, there's gosh. there's a bullet that goes in the window and it's right by his head and you're like son of a bitch yeah his bullets you can jump over but you have to sort of be running towards his bullets and then jump and you can get it happening and you can get it and then you can shoot him but then after you shoot him there's five guys that are piling in and some of them are straight on and some of them are standing right in back of each other straight on and some of them are standing right in back of each other diagonally so it's kind of hard but you finally kill them all and this wonderful music plays like ba ba da and guess what you're like yeah man and then the boss comes out yep. and you're fucked because the boss only has a machine gun and son of a bitch doesn't that trick you and hard to kill that boss and that's all i'll say about the boss don't say anything else about the boss i won't but prick the boss is a prick and when i finally hit the boss and it said you know you did it (laughs) i i really knew that i did it i said i had to send you my um High score. Let's see what it is. My top score is 999,800. And you can't put your name in. Oh, wow. That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It says, good work. We honor you with (laughs) points. And the points start counting down and stuff. And beware. Get ready for the next shootout. The gangs are out to get you. And that's when you go back to the the beginning you don't even get credits you don't get anything and then it's back to stage one scene one track down the underworld boss watch out for innocent bystanders oh and one time that fucking prick on the on the scaffold i shot him and i was like yeah because it's so hard to shoot him and then another guy came down on scaffold and it only Uh happened once and i was so pissed off and sometimes you'll shoot the guy on a scaffold. And the funny thing about this, it's the wrong physics on when people get shot. They fly back. 
when, right. when you shoot him with your pistol. And that's another thing I really liked about this. There's no hold the, 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 the thing to get a machine gun. There's no other weapons. There's no grenades no. or something. It's just you and your revolver. Yeah. 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 Or whatever type of gun it is. It never runs out of bullets, which is nice. But yeah. you're just a dude with a gun. And you're human. And you can get killed. Yeah. I don't know if you really consider it being killed if you can come back to life. But <laughs> the closest keep thing to money in the machine. Exactly. And I got to tell you, I didn't really start dumping a lot in until the towards the last maybe three levels. That's when it got ridiculous. Yeah. If I had to tally up how much money, if it was real money. I would probably no longer have a house because it was a it was so many like credits I was just dumping in because I I did want to keep going yeah I just too. hit that wall and I'm just like I can't progress any further and I really got to start taking notes <laughs> you know right, before right, we talk right. about this game so. yeah yeah so I say if you like Charlie Chan and want to yeah. pretend it's Charlie Chan if you want to approach this game like you're me in 1985 not going out to try to make sales and hiding <laughs> out in the arcade with the other salespeople that aren't trying to make sales because right. it's hard um <laughs> if you approach it like that i think you'll enjoy it you'll definitely enjoy the first level when you're just you know shooting targets but you can get good at it and like i said it's repetitive the music is incredibly repetitive but for some yeah. reason i didn't get sick of it it didn't bother me. It's very shooter or shooting gallery. Yeah. Uh, you know, ding, 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 you know, like that type of thing. And it's not but an it, offensive organy sound. No, not it wasn't an annoying or d- distracting. I'll say this. Try the game and it's going to be uh, your threshold. Either you're going to find something there that's going to make you want to keep playing and get better at it and see how far you can actually go. Or you're going to get sick of it immediately. Mm. There's no middle ground yeah. with liking this game. It's like I didn't love the game, right. but I gotta give it credit. I don't really love it either, but I love what it brings. I don't get a lot of nostalgia from games. Sure, you know uh, that's something I don't get. But this game, I did get nostalgia from it, and I guess because I was probably going through a hard time and just a, a lot of things about it, and just think and just looking at how cool it is. This is what I want to do. I want to roll around and shoot at people. Right. And when you make it happen, like we said, extremely satisfying. Definitely. Even if it's just by luck, dumb luck, and you make something cool happen. You're just like, well, that was cool. There's a lot of luck that happens in this game. Yeah. Skill and luck. So you get both of those. What do you want to do about this? Let's do an onomatopoeia review. We've never done that. I'm excited. Yeah. Should I go first? It's going to be the same fucking... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know. Right, right. <laughs> I guess that was mine. <laughs> uh, um, here, here comes mine. Okay, it's Chan Clan. Chan Clan. <laughs> ah, nobody goes ah. I think they go uh. I think you get a uh, you get a weird noise when mm. you do your tumble. This is not a very good review. No, automatopoeia reviews. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <pretty> and uh, <laughs> that's some music. <laughs> Let's do it together. Perfect. Ready? <laughs> that's when you're dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
This is uh, stupid. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's not do that on a Matapia review anymore. <laughs> Unless there's something funny that we can imitate, like the Jackie Chan game or something like that, or Terminator. Something like that. Terminator? I barely know her. Uh, hey, go to all those places, leave us a six-star review, and uh, do that. Right. You know, All you have to do is Google We Talk Games, and you might get us. Don't bing us. Whatever you do, don't <laughs> bing us. But listen, if you don't like the show, tell a friend that might like a show, or tell an enemy that might not like the show as well, like you don't like it. Or just crawl up our ass on Reddit. Exactly. Say, I don't understand how the world works. <laughs> you can talk to people about something? This is new to me. I need to get a friend. I shoot all my hopes and dreams into a tissue and flush it every morning. <laughs> I should start talking to my ejaculations. <laughs> Hey, everybody, don't be a jerk all the time. I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't care what the weather, don't care about no trouble, got my